0: Hello, hello. Welcome (laughs) back to Statement Piece. It has been a little bit of time, but we are taking this a break. I am going to take the MCAT. Catherine is pivoting her career. Here we are to give a special episode featuring the company Trendify. Before we get into that, let's start with some current events.
1: Yes. So Ralph Lauren sold to Club Monaco. Or no, Ralph Lauren sold Club Monaco to a private equity firm, Regent. Um, this deal concludes a strategic overhaul announced last year. So the financial terms of the exact sale have not yet been disclosed, but in general, it's in, it was sold with the intention to refocus the company on its core brands. Yeah. How do you feel as a former Club Monaco employee?
0: <laughs> I was going to say most of our listeners probably do not know this, but I did work in retail a short stint at Club Monaco. You know, I'm interested to see if Club Monaco's brand is going to change because I feel like it has become very streamlined and I haven't really seen anything new from them. So maybe this is a change that Club Monaco will also be welcoming. In addition, J. Crew is hiring Brendan Babenzian, who is a designer who originally worked at Supreme to come, quote unquote, disrupt the preppy brand. He is currently the co-owner of the menswear label NOAA, which is based in New York, and also has a mix between preppy and streetwear. This is probably the direction that J. Crew does need to take in order to keep up with the times.
1: True, they're kind of falling off. Although yesterday in Soho, I saw that they had a huge line. All right, next, Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez got married this past weekend. It was tiny and intimate, less than 20 people, People Magazine report. Today
0: I talked to my sister about this and she was so surprised that he looks so young.
1: Mm. Well, I feel like she looks young too, right?
0: Yeah, but she really isn't that young.
1: Yeah, getting up there.
0: (laughs) All right. And our last current event is basically, our last current event is about the violence that has escalated in sheik Jarrah, which is a neighborhood in East Jerusalem. Uh, This is after the forced evictions of six Palestinian families and the Israeli Prime Minister has named the situation as a quote unquote real estate dispute but activists and political leaders around the world view these evictions as part of a systemic effort to displace Palestinians and anyone who has been in the New York City area there have been a lot of protests I'm, I'm just hoping that the
1: violence does not escalate further all right Onto the episode. Today we have with us the founders of Trendify, a really interesting app that is combining AI and fashion and helping people be able to identify where pieces are from, which is really cool. Kind of like a what's in my closet. Yes. So let's welcome Malik and Max. Um, <laughs>
2: yes. Hi. Nice to meet you guys. It's a
0: pleasure. Yes. Thank you for joining us. So if you could both explain a little bit of your background how you got to where you are right now and kind of the inception of Trendify.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe I'll just start off. So I'm a student at MIT. That's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm taking full-time classes. And besides that, I'm also working on Trendify. At Trendify, I'm kind of like the visionary. So um, I came up with the idea back in 2020 uh, was, I would say like 10 months ago or something. I was scrolling through Instagram and I was um, just looking at posts that influencers that I, w- I was following were posting. And at some point I saw when I was opening up like the comment section, there's a tremendous amount of people that are asking, you know, where can I get that dress? Where can I get these boots? Where can I get these jeans from? And all of these requests were left unanswered. And, and that really got me thinking, you know, like how can we get these people what they want how can i get their hands on the outfits they see on social media so i started out working on 25 on my own but quickly saw that i cannot do it on my own i i need a team and that's where where malik came in that was in november 2020 but it every it every best if he tells that story himself i guess
2: yeah so i've known max since 2018 Um, We both took part in Europe's largest science fair. Uh, He won it in physics. I won it in chemistry that year. And that's kind of where our friendship started. Um, And we've kind of stayed in touch since. Um, And I guess the reason that Max reached out to me is that I've built a couple of startups before this, um, especially consumer brands. Uh, So my most recent startup was a sustainable um, brand and Max just knew that I'm quite scrappy and can get stuff done really and that's also what I'm doing at Trendy for now so I'm sort of the strategist and operations person and mainly right now I'm concerned with getting the right brands on board so um, you can imagine that uh, we really want to hand curate the brands that we have on board so for example um, last week we spoke to Puma and then we go to sort of a list of items that we want to make sure that these brands are aligned with so that we can give our users the best possible experience and this kind of outreach and figuring out what brands to come on the platform. That's kind of what I'm doing, working right now. And then really everything else that needs to be done, I I just try to get done.
1: Awesome. So then how did you guys come together to start Trendify?
3: Well, um, that really was like a gradual process. So it, it wasn't like we all came together and had the idea together, no, it was like, um, I had an idea back in the day, but we really saw, so, um, I'm, I'm good at some things, but I like, for instance, I really suck at getting things done. <laughs> like, I, I just suck at it. I don't know why that is, but I'm like not good, good with like keeping deadlines and, and things like that and just like hustling my way through. And then um, at some point I was chatting with Malik and he was telling me about his sustainable business um, he built back in the day and he was telling me about all the all the contacts and connections he made to that and i totally saw the connection um probably malik saw, saw it first though and um that's how how we connected and built this thing from there i also got to say that we've got two more co-founders on board so we've got um Florian. Florian is really concerned with the computer vision aspect of what we're building he's really coming from um a tech side of things so he's going to be um, studying uh, computer science in a master's program at Harvard, starting uh, later this year. And then we've got someone else who's also, like, coming from the tech side, um, who's probably going to be attending MIT. So, yeah, that's us for we um, We're the co Founders, and that's, like, who we are right now, and we're building this together, and we're going through this together at this stage.
0: Yeah, that's great. I know the concept really reminds me of um, like there used to be some blogs back in the day on Tumblr. This is when like Tumblr was really popular that would look for certain bloggers' outfits or celebrities' outfits. And now those have kind of grown into websites that do that now. But for the most part, it's like people behind the websites that sit there searching through websites or communicating with certain celebrity stylists to find the exact items. So it's really interesting to see an application where there isn't so much manual labor that has to go into it. Yeah, so if you could explain a little bit, or I mean the tech side of things um, and how AI does power looking for these specific items of clothing and also how that's going to work with brands in the future.
3: Absolutely, so what we're building is like the Shazam for fashion. I think that really encapsulates it. So, what we're doing is um, we're building a mobile app that people can download, that people can use. And the way it works is that you would be scrolling to Instagram and take a screenshot of something you like. You would upload that screenshot to Trendify, um, our mobile app, and we would tell you where that piece of clothing is from. As of right now, we've got over um, 2 million products from over 200 brands in our database. So that's kind of like um, the other side of things that the user cannot directly see. So we're also not just building a user base, you know, a customer user base, but also building a brand inventory like portfolio. Um, And yeah, that's how it all comes together. And the connecting piece here really is the computer vision aspect, because what we're building, if I had to describe like, um, the product we're building, it's kind of like a personal stylist, you know, it's kind of like a stylist that is telling you, okay, um, where can you get that piece of clothing? And the personal stylist, you know, you would, I don't know, find on the streets that could assist you, um, might have their own brands, you know, they, they like, um, might be a couple of hundreds of products they, they'd be able to choose from. But the beauty of what we are building really is that it's kind of like a personal stylist with this incredible amount of, products to choose from like it's 2 million products that that's not possible for a human to do then for an ai that's something that we can certainly pull off so yeah we're just basically mimicking what a personal stylist would do so what's the first step when approaching a personal stylist you'd be going up to him or like her and telling telling her okay um i care about these brands i care about sustainability and they would build kind of you know, um, their own vision of what you want. And we're doing exactly the same in, in our app. So before you can start using Trendify, we'd be asking you like a couple of questions. For instance, do you care about sustainability? What's your price range when, when shopping clothing? Um, also, what's your age? You know, Where are you coming from? Um, whom are you following on Instagram? That is like really defining and really enables us to pinpoint who is it that is using our app?
1: Yeah, for sure. I know, Matt, like you mentioned that your previous brand was sustainable. So do you guys plan on kind of involving sustainability in some way? I don't I guess I don't know how you would, but um, I feel like our generation is especially looking for that in the fashion industry. So I'd be interested if you guys are intertwining that somehow.
2: Some 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 background, I think you need to to understand sort of what, what we're dealing with. Um, sustainability is a very, very difficult term because there's very many definitions of what it means for a clothing item to be sustainable. Um, What we get from brands is their own assessment of their sustainability. And then there's third parties that also do these assessments. Now, our task is sort of to combine this, right? So you could imagine that we have like a sort of baseline uh, of what we think is uh, appropriate to be on our site Um, So you wouldn't see Alibaba Express or something like that. Um, And then we also want to give users the choice uh, to filter specifically for sustainability. And as Max was saying, um, it's a a growing trend. You also mentioned that. Uh, And there's a lot of people that are really into getting the very, very, very sustainable stuff, which is like own brands, right? They only have their own Shopify store. They make a hundred items, you know, something like I was doing. Uh, This is certainly possible. Um, when it comes to our app you have to keep in mind that there's many use cases right so we can go and go through these but one big part is really that you you see something on taylor swift and you want it uh sustainability or sustainable clothing rather is not there yet just now like you cannot find these really fancy outfits and from sustainable clothing but i'm following the fashion weeks really um and i'm seeing this uh designers are trying to get behind this it's just the industry is, is, is a huge industry and it's moving slow but we're definitely going with that flow. Um, we really do care about sustainability. We want to give users the ability to get the highest possible accuracy in terms of visual accuracy. And then also uh, as, a, as another item, if, if you really care about sustainability and you're happy to sort of take something that looks similar, then we're very happy to provide that to you. And if, if trends are going in the right way, I think this will not be a complex issue anymore because then most brands are really sustainable anyway. Uh, and right now what we do is we just have like sort of an assessment sheet that I go through with the brands to make sure because uh, they say they're all sustainable, but then they have sustainable clothing in their like categories. So it's kind of weird, right? Like you, you think if it's all sustainable, why have extra sustainable stuff on there? It's kind of um, hard to work through these things sometimes, but um, we're definitely behind that trend. And want to do something impactful.
0: I feel like some of our guests that we've talked to, when they've been trying to make their production processes as ethical as possible, it's really hard because sometimes even your manufacturers are going to say whatever you want to hear, basically. Um, So, is there kind of a like double-checking process or anything like that? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, that's a very great point, and that's something I've lost a lot of sleep over recently because. when when i built my brand it was quite easy so i found a spanish family um that was doing what we're doing for for, for four generations and i met them uh, and it it was very obvious and apparent that they're working in the conditions that they're promising because you know i visited that's not the case for 25 right i can't go to all the production facilities wherever they are and check this Mm -hmm. um one technology i found very interesting and i challenge every, anybody that's interested in this field to look into is using blockchain for exactly this issue so i'm not an expert on this but what i understand and what i found is that you can use a chain as an information pipeline where every step of the production like literally from the cotton to the cotton processing processes to the transport of the cotton to the first factory where it gets you know the color and then the cuts and and so on you, you can record that on on a blockchain and make it very very hard to forge. Um, I, f- I can't remember the name of the professor. I'll, I'll follow up on this. But as somebody um in 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 tech for um on, on on Clubhouse actually was um talking to us about it. That is very um ahead in the field, and uh, he he was giving a, a really interesting perspective on that. And I think that would be very nice integration to Trendify because we we try to you know as I said be on the forefront of technology in every aspect of what we do and then incorporating this sort of uh, system would um, be phenomenal.
0: Yeah, yeah, pivoting a little bit when you uh, mentioned AliExpress I was thinking about smaller designers who um, whose designs have been ripped off a little bit whether it be for larger companies uh, such as fast fashion or like dupes of things on AliExpress and sites of that sort and i'm reminded of this because i don't know if you both know about the blogger danielle bernstein but she's been under fire a couple times for um ripping off smaller designers for some of her bigger products and or some of her um lines and because of her popularity like obviously she's made a lot more than at these smaller companies um so how can trendify kind of especially if you see someone wearing an item, how can you prevent when the application is sorting through clothing from picking an item that may have derived from like a smaller designer? Is there a way to do that?
3: Very good point, very good point. Just like from the technological point of view, um, that would certainly be possible. Uh, I'm surprised that we, we, we didn't think about that yet, but I think that's definitely something we should look into. Uh, in order to prevent things like these happening, you know, like fraud and like people copying off of, you know, like um, smaller, like, I don't know, designer brands and selling it as their own. um, We are really making sure to select the right brands to cooperate with us. And then as uh, like the technological aspect, um, that's actually like an ingenious idea because like we can do that, right? We're like assessing clothing um, in a visual way and we could actually detect um, if the if sign is stolen, perhaps. So, yeah.
2: yeah I think Sita yeah. uh, just gave us a, a new idea for yeah. another company right there. <laughs> um, I'm not particularly against um, stores that are trying to sort of get at high fashion at a, in a cheaper sense. Unless it's like produced at very, very low quality and child labor and unsustainable, of course. Like a total that, that, rip-off, you know, that's that that would be that that, that would be the two like exceptions, total total rip-offs and really bad conditions. Yeah. But then in, in the sense of like freeing freeing consumers, yeah, I think that's that's an option. And then to your point, yeah, we could probably provide this as a service. Uh, just like one last point on that. The, the technological advantage that we really have is um we focus on computer vision in fashion and clothing. So by running this for a couple of weeks months years let's say we get better and better data so we can really really specialize in, in fashion and as you said then we have a lot of options of what to do with that data we can play like play plagiarism police if you want to say so in fashion as well yeah that that's totally an option
0: i know you mentioned like the different criteria of the companies that are going to be in your portfolio and also the sustainability Factor. So what are the um, different, I guess, points of criteria that you go through for each company? Um, because not everyone can afford those. And sometimes it just pushes people out and then you have no other choice. And we've talked about that as well with uh, the concept of thrifting, like you do have to recognize that if you are going to like consignment stores and stuff like that in your neighborhoods, you are kind of reducing um, the items that are available to that population.
2: It is a very long list, uh, pretty much. Uh, So when talking to uh, the brands, you you get a feel for like I guess, legal terminology and stuff that you wouldn't be really, really care right now on this podcast probably. And then there's like the kind of things that we care about. So sustainability is, is big and um, the way like it was produced. So there's, there's a difference between sustainable production and also ethical production. So that's very important to us that we know where the stuff is coming from. Um, for example, like in, in my previous business, we did a lot with cork and um, cork is a very uh, sustainable material. But if it comes, say, from China to Germany, it, there's no point of making it, you know, a sustainable brand with, with Cork. So that's just one example. Um, then we try to go with the trend. Uh, I'm not sure if I sent you uh, our survey already, but if not, I'll follow up with that. Uh, we try to stay on top of what, what's like hot right now. So we've seen that Lululemons is popping off in the US. Like all our surveys are always, um, you know, topped by by Lululemons uh, and yeah, that's kind of what we try to do there. Um, Then we go a step beyond, which is like you need to think about it in terms of global strategy, right? So we had a lot of people uh, suggesting to us, oh, like, can I join Trendify and then I'll open the uh, Arab market and I'll open the Latin American market and we're like, oh yeah, super excited. But then when I thought more about it, it's very hard uh, and you should focus. And that's why we are focusing first sort of on, the U S and more specifically on, on the Boston area. So uh, Maxim's mentioning mentioning that we have different criteria and one of them is location. So one cool thing we really want to support is smaller brands. So we're very into design and fashion. And we think that art like it can be, not, not, not can, it is an expression of art to do fashion. And other than just the sustainable small brands, we really want to support the artistic designer brands that are local. And I think, the feeling of you seeing something on Instagram and then realizing that there's a very similar looking item and it's like a kilometer or two away from you, from a local brand. I think that's very cool. And that's sort of also so location and physical proximity is another criteria I'm going for. So this is related to Boston and then New York next. Um, but yeah, that's that's where you're going. And then because you addressed the point of um, people can't afford it, I think one of the most interesting things I found out working in fashion and sustainability is a very dirty secret. That is the production cost apparently between sustainable and non-sustainable clothes is not that different after all, but it's a psychological marketing thing that people want to pay more for sustainability. And that's why, you know, people get pushed out of that market and that's why we're not all buying sustainable clothing yet because there's, there's an, luxury pricing on that so I found that interesting
1: yeah that's awesome kind of pivoting a bit I I was curious if you guys are raising or how you're funding the business and looking at growth
3: what definitely works and that's the path we are taking right now is um, bootstrapping our first product you know our first MVP just getting it out there just getting off the brands on and running it and see what happens and we don't really need any, any financial Um, resources like huge I don't know like we would need to like run a huge like fundraising campaign or anything for that but then we've got plenty of competition um, also like um, not just other apps that are really trying to do what we're doing right now but for instance Amazon Google, Facebook even they want to get into this business so they're also working on their own technology and we really need to get momentum going to compete against the big ones otherwise you know in a couple of months instagram is going to roll out something um similar to what we're building and there there will not be any kind of value proposition to the small app (laughs) we're rolling out you know if it's integrated in instagram like we're done so i think we are transitioning from like bootstrapping this thing into fundraising to really maintain momentum and um, build something that will last
2: Yeah, t- to touch on that point I think it's very important that you sort of understand where we are at and it goes back to in the beginning of the podcast you asked me why I joined I joined because I think you should always be on the forefront of newest possible technology and the, the thing that we're doing it's so hard It's it, it's unbelievably hard and it hasn't really been done to the extent where you can say yes like it, it perfectly works that we're like wow like we we want to be playing this field because whoever gets there first it's going to be huge if you try to Trendify, sometimes it's absolutely high accuracy you're amazed like it's like magic sometimes it's not um but at the end of the day nobody's going to care if it comes from us or from google right like you could say arguments like, yeah, these guys are more into fashion. They care about sustainability. They know what's going on. And Mark Zuckerberg dresses the same shirt every day for the last 10 years. Yes, that's that, a point. That's but...
3: fashion. That's, <laughs> that's so what this podcast is.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the point here is that people <laughs> at the end of the day, they will consider these things. And we have like arguments to say like why we're better than a competition. But ultimately, it comes down to the technology, the accuracy and we really need the momentum because the more users we get the better we can you know sort of optimize our services it's 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 very hard to train these models with just training data real, real data so like if you guys go in the app like i don't know 10 times a day and 20,000 people do that and you just say thumbs up thumbs down that work well this is so good for us like this is so so good and that's why that's why we need the funding we we just need to push the app out to as many people as we can right now so that we get some interaction going so yeah
3: yeah just just adding out um adding up on that real quick here's a concrete example so two years ago um kim kardashian backed an app, it was called screen shop i guess and they basically wanted to do th- like the same thing as 20 points doing so they rolled out this app and they had a couple of users but they weren't really amazed by it it just wasn't working the technology just wasn't working so The whole thing kind of crashed and really didn't take off, even though like everyone was hyped about it. I think they got on like Kim Kardashian just um, a couple months after launching and this whole thing was huge. But we really do believe that we have the power like in terms of, um, you know, like just our team to really make the computer vision aspect of solving this problem happen and um, going from there because people want to use trendify like whenever we're talking with anyone um we're meeting on social media and like they are like at least a bit into fashion they are saying max i want to download this app right now i <laughs> i want to use it um there are so many things coming to my mind that i would use it for so yeah that's where we're standing and we really need to keep that momentum going as medic is saying i agree 100 percent
0: so how do you think your own passion for fashion and design have um, influenced the creation of Trendify and also maintaining this momentum that you're mentioning?
2: Um, you. yeah, I'll, I'll start. Uh, Max, you you you'll talk about design. I'll talk about yeah, fashion, yeah. okay? That's, that's good. A that's also how it's split the Trendify. So I would say um, Max is one of the most design-obsessed people. So he'll give you a nice little... Nice intro into that and um i'm, I'm basically so going back to a founding team first of all uh just to recap a bit so we have um florian critique um critique is um very 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 talented at machine learning um every everybody that used to know here's he, what he's done um is quite amazed um he he did a, a spinal surgery um improvement system with machine learning for when he was 16 for which he won like Intel, isef the biggest science fair in the world um so he's very good at what he's doing and then there's Florian who's um basically head of head of technology so so these guys are uh, reasonably into fashion i would say uh then there's me i'm sort of the the fashion hipster guy whatever you want to say and then and then there's Max who's really obsessed with design and that's why it's a really good fit uh so if you ask about like personal passions i think uh our tech guys are very passionate about just the machine learning behind it. And then I'm very passionate about making this accessible to everybody because I think, um, fashion is such a beautiful thing. It's such a beautiful expression and it shouldn't take much money to do that either. So for me, what I'm in it for really is this aspect that I mentioned to earlier. I really want to let everybody kind of see items they like select the price range, the things they can afford and just, you know, look like celebrities like that's really what i'm going for because i myself i'm not the most wealthy individual but i dress really nice i think and i I do that because i'm I'm just creative with it but it's 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 not easy um and i think 25 is is a tool that allows people to really like dress as best as they can and and you know for me you know, my background is also in, in psychology. I think it's a huge part of confidence. Um, if if you if you're not if you're not feeling well, you're not dressing well. If if, you, if you're just dressing well, you, it's just a different thing. You you go out in the sun, you, you you smile, you shine. Everybody's looking at you. That that's a great feeling. It is a bit bit big part of your life and a big part of happiness.
1: Wow, so poetic. Yeah, I
0: love that. When I, when I was in high school, a graduation requirement was you had to give a speech in front of the whole school. And so mine was on dressing for success, like a similar thing that like any way that you present yourself um, like really impacts how you feel and how you act. And there are studies on this, like there are psychology studies on this. One of the main things that I wanted to point out was that you don't need to be spending a ton of money to be presentable or have this effect of like you look good, you feel good, and then you do good um so i I like how you brought
2: that up the hoodie i'm wearing there this is a a friend's brand it's it's not it's not expensive but because it's different people are asking like where do you get it from and and that's what fashion is about you want to find your own little niche you you want to you want to combine things you want to wear different things and and 25 makes you gives you this ability really to find these things that are a bit different that that you saw and you're like wow nobody else knows where is where this is from but i know this cool app i can find it like that gets me really excited. Sorry, Max, go on.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, and the thing about 25 is um, our users do not want to shop the common items and the special ones. No, that's not how it works. They just want to shop the special ones. They they want to feel special um, in every occasion.
0: A couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was a couple of months ago at this point, um, we read some white papers that were a collaboration between High Snobiety and BCG, and they were looking at this concept of the new luxury and kind of what this upcoming generation is more interested in consuming in the fashion space. And a lot of it was having items that have a story and are unique in a certain way. So that when someone asks about it, you have something to say about it. It's not just, oh, I just saw this and picked it off of the rack. Um, So I really do think that that is a major part of what is going to power people's decisions in the future. Yeah. So would you ever like shift the direction of the application to more trend reporting?
3: maybe in the long run maybe in the long run that will be um the business model to go for right because brands really really do care about um you know what what trends are there you know ongoing because you must imagine um kind of like the time it takes from 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 like a piece of clothing to go from like the idea and like the designing stage into production and then like some customer will hold that product in their hands that takes months and they really are all about identifying these trends as early as possible and there's no better way of doing that than looking at social media you know what what do people care about in social media that's where all inspiration is coming from and 25 is the best way to measure that because we can see you know uh, what what people are uploading um and yeah, certainly. In, in the long run, um, this might be the way to go. This this might be what's what's going to generate all the revenue and not so much, you know, like the commission we're making through selling um, or like referring users to brands.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned that you're looking at different social media platforms to kind of understand um, trends or recognize what's like happening right now? Is it just Instagram or TikTok or what are the applications that you're specifically looking at?
3: A very good question. So right now it's just really um, Instagram uh, because it makes sense to really like pinpoint one social media platform at a time. But we were surprised. Uh, We were telling our friends about this app, and they were like, oh yeah, Max, uh, just the other day I was seeing something on TikTok and I used your app for that and they were so happy that, that it still worked, right? And that's a great thing. It works everywhere. You could, you could literally just take, take a screenshot of every, like anything you see online just by like, browsing the web or Pinterest. That's another platform we're, we're seeing. Yeah. So I was saying uh, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest that's like the big three.
0: Um, so what do you think your biggest challenges have been so far in creating Trendify and maintaining it and then also looking towards the future in growing it?
3: The biggest challenge by far really was just getting the tech right. Um, to be honest with you, it's like, like we're still working on that. We're still like, trying to improve our AI because that is so essential what we're building. If we're not showing our, like, our customers the right matches, to their products they're uploading, um, like the whole thing we're building is useless, right? And and everything else really doesn't matter, you know, you could have the greatest brands in 25, but if, if you're not able to match them with the things that people upload, that's not gonna work. We uh, thought of ingenious strategies to mitigate, like, you know, some some edge cases that were popping up and all that, and it's really improving Uh, lately and i think we're we're really like that close to actually um shipping a product that is great and that is going to work for like 90 percent of of the things that people are looking for
1: so one question that we like to ask all of our guests is what is your favorite statement piece
2: yeah that's an easy one for me um definitely rings Uh, i love to wear rings um I, i know it's not like super unique now anymore with all the tiktok boys doing it but um i've been doing it for a very very long time it it comes back from 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 our roots um so i'm half palestinian and um the man there always wear like a family ring and i picked that up really early uh every time we we go every summer every time i went I, i got a new ring so you can imagine i have a lot of rings now i'm 22 uh so i don't wear them all at the same time but um you know it makes me really happy because it's like, um, this is the nice thing about a statement piece. It's the same thing about long hair, let's say, yeah. You can pick a hairstyle that everybody on average finds nicest, right? Or you just go with like what you really think is cool. And then you're going to find your right match. I'm talking about girls here, for example, right? Like if, if she's into that, that's probably your girl. Like you don't want to go for on average. You want to go for this is my person. And, and the same goes with rings. Some girls really hate it. Some love it. I love it. So I'll do it, you know? And, and 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 that's that's what a statement piece is for me, really. So rings.
1: Well, I love that. I, I love when guys wear jewelry. <laughs>
3: yeah, I would say my statement piece is just um, a really really nice suit. So here's the thing, I'm six six foot five tall, and that means that I cannot just you know go in the store and you know grab a suit that doesn't work for me. So I have to get a custom made one and. I really like, you know, um, not just getting custom made in a way that, that, um, suits my body shape, but also custom made in a way that, um, is personal to me. And I really identify, um, like wearing a nice suit in the public, um, you know, going out, that's kind of my thing.
1: Yeah. Love a good suit. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You're thank you so awesome. much for having
3: us. Um. It was a pleasure, and I'm so glad that it all worked out.
1: Well, that was a great discussion. It was great to have our first male duo.
0: But yes, it's great to see students who come from the Boston area as well, since both Catherine and I went to school there. I love the concept. I think as someone who personally would go and hunt for these things, it's really cool to be able to see technology advance so much that a computer could do it for you.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think the technology that they developed can be really applicable to many different industries, not just fashion. So I think that's a part of the potency of their business. So if you want to check them out, their website is trendifyapp.com. And they're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, but their Instagram in particular is trendify.app. All right. That's all. Hey. (laughs)